definitely over the last 15 years, we have seen a national standards put in place as to the maintenance of vacant and abandoned properties. I think where a lot of the frustration today comes in is in the more difficult cases that nobody's quite sure if it is vacant or occupied. There's a strong majority of those cases where you have tangled title, some title problem that just is very difficult to resolve and takes a separate different lawsuit to resolve, or as our population of homeowners has aged, we have homeowners who pass away and don't have estate plans in place or no equity in the property, and they are very complicated because you have to find responsible parties, and oftentimes the surviving family is disinterested and feuding in a lot of cases. It just makes it difficult to move that process along, and there's no incentive for that family. You know, people just want to move on with their lives. The reason I point that out is while there are maintenance standards to maintain the property in accordance with the industry practices, that may not be the same standard that the neighbors all want to see. But secondly, that just drags the foreclosure process out. And it may be two or three years in a foreclosure just because of tangled title or an estate issue or family issue such as that. I know that that's where communities get frustrated and concerned. Hi, I'm Torn Ecker, and this is, by the way, Did You Know? Where we break down laws and legislation you may not have heard of, but have a profound impact on our lives. So hey, by the way, did you know? What is blight? Welcome back. Today we're talking about an interesting bill that got passed a few years ago and signed into law uh, dealing with blight. And we have today an expert in this field, Mr. Michael McKeever, and he's an attorney who practices in this area at the KML Law Group, and they have offices in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. So, Mike, thanks for uh, joining us today. Thank you. It's my pleasure. So, so, Mike, to get started here, you know, we hear the word blight, and I think folks probably have heard that term before, but, but what is blight? What, what are we talking about when we say that? We start off with the toughest question in blight, actually, um, because one person's definition of blight or vision of blight can be quite different than somebody else's. And given the concern of consumer groups and social service agencies about blighted properties and the, the, the government action towards blighted properties, that very definition becomes, uh, becomes very difficult. In fact, when Act 32 was passed, Act 32 of 2018, that was the result of, I think, five years of negotiation. And the essential problem was, how do you identify a vacant property, an abandoned property, a vacant and abandoned property, and, and how blight plays into both of those definitions? So blight generally, to use that off-repeated that off legal phrase, I know it when I see it, not necessarily. Is that overgrown weeds, or is that allowing the property to go back to nature, and that's the way the homeowner wants it? So it really is an interesting question, and it is the most difficult part in trying to figure out how to address vacant, abandoned, and blighted properties. So this bill, or I should say this law, I think set out to try to define and make some definitions. Is that right? That's correct. So can you talk a little bit about how this law came, came about and, and what, it, what it's done for folks like you? Our firm's practice is primarily in the enforcement of creditors' rights, foreclosure, eviction, 
uh, et cetera, and, and the, related, the law related around those, those areas. So the whole idea was to create a statute that would allow vacant and abandoned properties and blighted properties whose loans were in default which there's a, a strong corollary between those two, right? Uh, loan and default and vacant, abandoned, uh, or blighted. The, to, to get them to go through the foreclosure process and eviction process more quickly. The thought being that once the property is abandoned, of course, the homeowner does not really want the property and it does not want the property any longer and would rather just get that off their books as much as the bank wants to move it and get it off their books. So, so the statute, the, the work was done over a few years, as I said, to try to come up with a definition. And I believe the statute has 14 criteria of which the lender must prove five of them in order to qualify for the vacant and abandoned property expedited foreclosure. The problem is the statute's it's solid on its face, but it's very difficult in practice to get the lending community behind it. There's risk to the lending community in proceeding under it. And the structure within the Commonwealth, that is the court and sheriff structure, this statute allows the expedited process. And in fact, it even incentivizes the sheriff with additional fees to move the properties more quickly through the process. But it really hasn't been utilized in that way because it's going to take some time for those structural changes, those institutional changes among the court and the sheriff's office to catch up, as well as on the lender side. So the lenders aren't pushing it, and even if they did push it, it would take some time for the sheriffs and courts to build the, the structure necessary. Just a quick overview, normally in Pennsylvania it takes about a year to foreclose on a property. The goal of the statute was to cut that down by about 40 or 50 percent to speed up the process. But again, with those institutional challenges, as well as the statute itself, it, it, it can't waive all of the protections that are afforded to a homeowner under the terms of the note, the mortgage, and existing Pennsylvania law in terms of pre-foreclosure default notices, et cetera. So there's limitations, but again, it does provide a structure going forward. And I, and I think eventually you'll start to see sheriffs coming around to the position. Uh, frankly, coming out of COVID has really highlighted the fact that there are the occupied properties where homeowners are active and engaged and where there's you know, universal desire not to move people through the foreclosure process any quicker, and let's see what we can do to work those out. But COVID also exposed the fact that a lot of people, when faced with default, simply make that economic choice of, I'm not going to stay here any longer. I'm moving out. And we estimate about 30 to 40% of the properties in, the, in mortgage default are vacant. Now, whether they're vacant and abandoned and whether they're vacant, abandoned, and blighted is, is the more difficult question. But we have seen, and in fact, many of the properties that went to sale, sheriff sale over the last two years, were uh, generally vacant properties because that was about the only thing that could move under the terms of various moratoriums and things. So, Sure, sure. And, 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 you know, I think we've all probably been in a neighborhood, whether it's rural or suburban or urban, where... You know, we've had neighbors that it, there's a house that sits where the grass doesn't get mowed or, or whatever. So this it's, it's something that really transcends, I think, 
the whole state and it wouldn't be the first time we pass legislation that we need to go back and do some cleanup too so so I, th- I think it's important that w- you know we understand that as well hopefully this act this this law the blight law will will help move that needle forward just a little bit and and get our communities looking a little nicer so Michael I, I, I really appreciate your time today uh, I appreciate you taking the time, Attorney Michael McKeever today from KML Law Group, and I really appreciate your expert ad, uh, insight and intelligence on this issue. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity, and have a great holiday season. Thanks, Mike. And this is another, by the way, did you know? And catch this podcast along with any other podcast of the PA House at my website at www.repecker.com slash my podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>